You're listening to the Dirty Dozen Podcast, episode 73. This week's artist, The Lonely Island, most known for their digital shorts on SNL and their movies Hot Rod and Pop Star Never Stop, Never Stopping. <laughs> and now, it's song title story time. It's a perfect Saturday. Everything is awesome. I'm on a boat in Japan with a pile of diaper money and the finest girl, my Mona Lisa. Got a bottle of Santana DVX, shrooms, and my dream girl. Talk about a three-way. I mean, YOLO. Do I have to spell it out? I just had sex. Got my dick in a box? Let's just say, me liking that. Okay, I'm a weirdo, but not like the creep that took your IHOP takeout and threw it on the ground. No homo. Anyhow, it's time to meet the crew. Like a boss, we're back to share our incredible thoughts. Your hosts, Rob Heitman, and musician and semicolon enthusiast, Eric Stewart. <laughs> a semicolon enthusiast. There you go. You learn something new every day, even about yourself sometimes. Wow. I've never thought never thought that, but you know what? Maybe I'll do some overthinking. Uh, uh, welcome to the Dirty Dozen Podcast, where we rank the Dirty Dozen or Top 12 the Lonely Island songs while discussing their music and pounding back a few beers. I'm Rob. And I'm Eric. Hey, I'd like to thank everybody who's been active and joining in on the conversation on our Facebook page. I can't say thanks to everyone each episode, but I'd like to give a special thanks to a couple of you. Alberto Sandoval, Elizabeth Von Busch, Michael Smith, and Alex Hennen. Thank you for being active. So, Eric, what do you remember about the first time you heard of The Lonely Island or SNL Digital Shorts? People are going to be mad at me when I say this. First time I ever heard about Lonely Island was actually at church. And I know really? that, that sounds... This is the psalm of <laughs> Dick in a Box. <laughs> I think of me and a few of the kids, I'm not going to name any names because I'm already putting myself on blast for this, but we're allowed to bring our computers Sunday mornings and we would just go on YouTube because at that time, Lonely Island's biggest thing was putting their music on YouTube sure, and do their music videos. So we would watch their music videos on Sunday mornings while our parents were doing something at the church because we would be stuck there all day. So I think like the first Lonely Island song I heard of was, I want to say Jizz in My Pants, I okay. think was the first one. At church. At church, yeah. <laughs> At well, church. That, that kind of works, I think. Right? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, I came with this totally different because I was an SNL crazy person. Yeah, right. Growing up and mm-hmm. from like the 80s on, I was watching SNL all the time, especially during their their heyday. Yeah. And even not during their heyday. It was mm-hmm. always something I kind of went to if I was around. And then once you were able to TiVo it or start watching and I started watching it a lot. Yeah. But when Lonely Island came on, from mostly Andy Sandberg from my point of view, I yeah. didn't really realize what Akiva and Yorma did. Yeah. They were writers on the show, which I didn't know at the time. Yeah, right. And when they came in and did Lazy Sunday, I had never ever seen anything like that before. And yeah. that was the first time I ever went to YouTube. Oh wow. Because YouTube was just new. Yeah, right. When that came out, mm-hmm. there was no reason to go to YouTube. Because mm. it was under like six months old, it was just coming out. You know, it's this new really? thing. Yeah, that old. The, the, wow. Yeah. So when I heard that you could see that again online, I was mm. like, oh, I got to see that. Yeah. And just the comedy. I was into comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I I loved it, and I just fell in love with it. It was great. Well, obviously, that's a huge selling point for the band is comedy, but I think it's also the fact that it it not only is good comedy it's good music too that makes you like want to rap or sing along with it too yeah it's not like weird al per se like where he's just ripping off something Mm -hmm. they're just making stylized similarities as opposed to picking on something specific right yeah that's usually a couple ones they actually do sort of a cover Mm -hmm. but never direct no right right there may be some instances like like a boss or something that was taken from 
something else that was out there. Right, but they made it their own. Yeah, but they made it their own. They didn't mm-hmm. copy it like rap for rap note, if right. you will. <laughs> So what surprised you doing research for this? Adam Sandler had his own music group back in the, I want to say, was it the 90s? And that was like the inspiration for Lonely Island later on. And when he saw him on SNL. Yeah, right. He's like, oh, I can do this. Which is crazy. I mean, I thought that it was kind of like an original idea, more of a sense of doing something like that. It is totally original. Yeah. The way they went about it. And I mean, they they met at junior high. At least Mm -hmm. two of them met. Yorma and Akiva met in Mm -hmm. junior high. Andy Samberg was a year behind them, and they really didn't hang out with him until high school. Yeah, right. But it doesn't matter. They become friends, and they start having fun and making silly stuff up. Then they went to college, University of California, Santa Cruz. Mm. All of them went for the first two years, and then Andy left and went to NYU. Oh. And the other two guys graduated, Mm -hmm. right? And then Andy came back to the West Coast. Yeah. And then they started doing this website with the Lonely Island, oh. which was their first short. They weren't going to call themselves the Lonely Island, but they put the Lonely Island on their first thing they did online. Yeah, right. And since that's how everybody heard about them, everybody just assumed their name was the Lonely Island and they just stayed with that. And then they had success on this thing called Channel 101 that ran monthly and people submitted their best bits or show ideas. I think it had to be like five minutes long, no longer. And the Lonely Island submitted a show called The BU, which they ran almost every month as a series. And that was a parody of The OC. And it was really popular. Yeah, I saw that. It's on their YouTube channel. Yeah. This gave them some notoriety. And that eventually led to them getting an opportunity to be involved with the MTV Movie Awards, which they did for multiple years as writers. And the second year of their affiliation with the awards... Jimmy Fallon was the host. Oh. And he brought in some people from SNL to help him write. Mm. So they had an opportunity to write with the people from SNL. Jimmy saw Andy perform Mm. as Jimmy in the writing sessions. And he was just rolling. And he goes, this guy's good. I have to go tell Lauren. Yeah. And they told Lauren and then they brought all three of them aboard to SNL after that. That's crazy. It didn't actually happen as quick as that. Right, yeah, but right. it happened over such a short amount of time. So a couple of years, yeah. 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 And that's crazy. And then they went off to make two movies. Hotter is such a great movie. It's yeah. so good. I thought it'd be fun if we all went around and said our name and a little something about ourselves. I'll start. My name is Rod, and I like to party. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave, and uh, I like to party uh no dave i just said that i party so maybe do something different for me my name is dave and i am the stunt man you know what let's move on rico you're up uh hello i'm rico and i like to party yeah uh rico what did i just say to dave who dave i like to party i'm rod no you're kevin right kevin i party no no you don't okay nobody parties but me yes and we party. No. And I want to watch Hot Rod so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, watched, I, I definitely watched Popstar this week. Yeah, yeah. Which okay. was something I hadn't really gotten into. I watched like little bits and pieces of Popstar. Have uh, you watched the whole thing? No, I you haven't. You need to. You need yeah. to. It's really good. Yeah. It's much better than the initial review. It's just so funny. Mm-hmm. They have a couple of really cool scenes, but I'll just talk about my favorite one real quick. <laughs> so he goes and marries his girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm sorry for the spoilers here, but you guys need to see it. It's still funny with regardless. Yeah. And her spirit animal was a wolf. So uh... he blindfolds her, takes her to this place. And there's all these wolves being held on like dog chains by people who work for a company that supplies trained wolves for Hollywood. Are those real wolves? Yeah. 
Connor! My psychic told me that in my previous life I was a wolf, which makes so much sense. But I can't believe that Connor remembered. And then Seal starts singing a love song. Oh, yeah. And the guy's like, well, you have to turn him down a little bit. The wolves are getting angry. He says, no, no, no. This is beautiful. <laughs> and, he, and he proposes. She says, yes. And then it's like, the wolves are loose. Oh, God. <laughs> they start attacking everybody. Uh. And so Andy Samberg and his wife get into a limo. Seal, Seal, come here. And you see the wolf come and just take Seal out. Yeah, come on. Hurry. Okay, now let's get out of here. <laughs> it's maybe some I of the do, stuff. Maybe I do need to go it, back yeah, there's just it, yeah. so much funny stuff in there, yeah. and uh, so much fun. Yeah. For me, just going in the research for this, mm -hmm. I was getting more into the detail of what they've been doing since SNL, right? And of course, you know, Andy Samberg did Brooklyn Nine Nine, but they also did a lot of projects. They work as an executive producing team on Pen One Five. Yeah. The McGruver movie. Yeah. Palm Springs, which I hadn't seen yeah. because I didn't have Hulu. Right. They're actually doing something coming up for CBS. They're just, mm. just doing a pilot now Yeah, called The Hug Machine, which is probably inspired by their hugs video they did with Pharrell. Oh. Uh, but I don't yeah. know. It's a pilot that's ordered. Kiva does a lot of things on his own. Oh, really? He directs. Oh, he does. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, and oh. Yorma's doing stuff on his own. He was on Girls. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. As, a, as a guest star. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and he directed the McGriver movie. So he's got his things too. It's interesting. They're all doing separate projects at a lot of times. They're yeah. all really busy on their mm -hmm. own. And then they come together and they create some cool stuff. Yeah, no, they, they really do. You uh, wouldn't think they would be together in that stuff, but they are. Join me in a belt of scotch. It's 930 in the morning. Yeah, but I haven't slept in days. We're both drinking beer today. Yeah. I'm drinking a new Belgium triple. T-R-I-P-P-E-L. Triple. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. All you Belgians, come and, and correct me, please. Uh, Belgian style ale from New Belgium, which I'm sure is not in Belgium at all. <laughs> but it's nice. It's a little spicy for beer. Mm -hmm. Like IPA, it has a little bitterness. Nothing to worry about if you're not a big IPA drinker and you see it lying around. You'll probably like it a lot. Mm. I really didn't know what to expect, but it's good. Nice and solid beer. Mm. And what are you drinking? I'm drinking a 805. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a Firestone Walker, yeah. I'm playing it safe with my alcohol. It's a solid beer. But I've never had an 805, so that, you like it? that's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Before we begin, we'll be critically reviewing the songs we will share under 30 seconds of each tune, unless there is a specific issue or criticism that we may need to highlight, and then we may do a second clip. We've made Spotify playlists. Just search Official Dirty Dozen to listen to each of our lists in their entirety. This way, all the money for playing tunes will always head back to the Lonely Island. The way this works is we combine our list with a lightly weighted media list into the Lonely Island's Dirty Dozen or Top 12 songs, which will count down from 12 to 1. Nice and simple. Mm. But before we get going with the list, we'll each talk about a song that wouldn't be in our Top 12, but we'd still like to discuss. We call this our Song of Note. So, Eric, what's your Song of Note? My Song of Note is Great Day, and I don't know what album it was originally supposed to be on. Is it Turtleneck and Chain? It was, but yeah. it was only on the DVD. Right. And it was an SNL digital short, but it was only on the DVD for mm. the Lonely Island. So, 
Great Day is one of those songs I remember when I saw it. I must have been at least 12 and 13. See, that's like... You were both ages? I was, yeah, 12, 12 or 13. But my left foot came out at 11.59 and my right foot came out at 12.01. Yeah, so <laughs> I, that's exactly when I was listening to it, too. I used to listen to this song all the time because I just liked how crazy and stupid it was i guess like in the music video andy samberg does the crazy eyes so well that you look at him like this guy definitely snorted some coke yeah this one is probably better with a video and yeah. uh, we will definitely have the link to mm -hmm. it's not on spotify but we have the link to the youtube that we will share with you for yeah. sure and i'll probably put it on the facebook page because it's such a great song yeah the video just totally makes this song and just to see him in this like dilapidated room like an apartment like a bachelor yeah. would have but a bachelor who was constantly drunk all the time and didn't yeah. care about cleaning up ever yeah and like there's a door hanging off on the cabinet it yeah. looked very awesome and all of a sudden he pops up and he has all this white under his nose it's not even under his nose it's, it's like, like on oh, his whole face yeah. whole bottom part of his face it's, it's like he went scarface on the <laughs> yeah uh, no seriously he just shoved his head into a mound of cocaine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it, it flows through this whole thing. There's cartoon birds. Well, and, it's just, it's, it's funny because it's like, it's supposed to be the intro to a musical <laughs> and musicals are supposed to be just so nice and light, but this, he's talking about like how it's a great day, but he only feels that way because he's just snorted a mound of cocaine <laughs> and he's going outside and like, when he's like, the sun is shining bright. His eyes are like, you can hear like the, he's just staring at the sun and you can hear like a tss like a burning of his eyes it's great and i love it they have like the dancing like they do in austin powers where everybody's dancing in the street behind them yeah and then all of a sudden somebody touches him he's like, hey get off me <laughs> yeah. and he starts freaking out and then he goes excuse me and he goes down disappears and you hear like a big yeah. nose stuff <laughs> and then it's like twi it's like double speed when he yeah. comes back up yeah oh it's so funny and then his best friends are alc baldwin and tom petty and they're like get out <laughs> yeah it's great <laughs> Why would they diss me? I thought they were my homies. And he, then, he, then he takes the flower and he sniffs the flower. It's great. And he just jumps back in. It's yeah, great. goes back right into it. And I love the ending. You know, it's still this dancey. It's like a musical, the whole thing. And he goes, because we live in the Matrix. And he starts pretending like he's moving backwards. And you see everybody behind him doing it. And then he sees like... Everything goes matrixy with the green. Yeah. And he starts looking and there's this matrixy silhouette of a couple and their baby on the sidewalk. Cuts to real life. Mm -hmm. And they look at him and he's there by himself. There's no like people following yeah. him like normal. Yeah. And they go, what's wrong with him? He's on drugs. And then he throws up. It's awesome. <laughs> That's great. It's great. Such a great song. It's just a great one. Yeah. It's and so fun. I just, I listen to it all the time, but I was like, the fact that it was like solely just kind of Andy Samberg, I was like, I wanted to put it as my song of note. Okay. So let's listen to Great Day, Eric's song of note. I don't know why, but today seems like it's going to be a great day. La, 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 blah, 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 blah. I should spend more time with my kids. It's carpe diem. Gotta seize the day. I'm going to move to Spain and roll with the bulls. And my wife and boss and kids and parents will say we were wrong about you, Dennis. Hey, Dennis. That's my name. Are you really going to run with the bulls? Why would I do that? Because you said you were going to. Come on, man. That was like three days ago. Or was it? Something today makes me feel fine and fancy free. Much of the ocean is still unexplored. How did I get up in this tree? Now I'm over here. Now I'm over there. Now I'm under this dude. Now I'm back in the tree. Now I'm hanging. <laughs> yeah, no, that's an awesome that's one. That's a great one. That's good. All mm -hmm. right. So let's go with my first of two songs of note. 
Because oh. we have an extra one and Jake wasn't here. Oh. Jake was supposed to be here, but he couldn't make it this week. We're going oh, on without Jake. him, but I wanted to use uh, one of my picks for him. And plus, I want to add two because mm. I really <laughs> wish to. Because you can do it. I can do it. First, I'll go with the one that's not really mine, but mm. I, I put it for the media. As if they had a song of note. Mm, right. Okay. The this, media. Is the way, this is the way I wanted to do it, right? Yeah. Uh, Everything is Awesome, which is the Lego movie. Yeah. Which I had no idea was the guys mm-hmm. and doing it. And they wrote Everything is Awesome. Yeah. Which is bizarre to me because I'd heard it so much and I knew the Lonely Island, but I never put two and two together until I heard that they did the song mm. and now I can't not hear them doing it. Yeah, I knew that they were making it. I think in the credits, there's like that rap part, and I think it's Keeve's voice. Yeah, well, Keeve, it's, it's all their voices. Oh, it's all of them. Or maybe, yeah, all I of thought them it was, it, yeah. yeah. I knew that it was Lonely Island, but I think that song just gets so stuck in your head, and you just hear the Everything first, is awesome. first part, and you're just like, that's as much as I can hear of it. Well, for a while, all my kids were listening to it, and I was like, oh yeah. my God, I can't stand that song after a while. I saw it in the theater with them, I think. But Great movie. Yeah, it's a good movie and <laughs> great, but it's a certified platinum It didn't win a song. Grammy? It was nominated for both a Grammy and an Oscar, but it was just nominated. It didn't win anything. Hmm. But this was number 57 on the Billboard Hot 100. That's crazy. Which is just crazy anyway, because yeah. it's such a kid song almost. Yeah. They do this part where they're writing and they're doing the straight rap, hmm. and then they change mid-sentence to this other structure. And it's so smooth and so well done. Mm. I was just blown away by how they did it. Mm. Yeah. It's really a good song if you listen to the Lonely Island parts, especially. <laughs> <laughs> but most most yeah. of it is besides the, and I'm sure they worked on the hook too, but everything is awesome. They're yeah. not singing that part, but every other thing, this is awesome and that is awesome and this is awesome. That, all yeah. of that, that sold them mm. through the whole song. Well, it's just, yeah, it's just, it's crazy that. Even when they they wrote it, but that it did that well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this was a huge, huge song. It's great. So let's listen to the media song of note. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is awesome. Anyway, that was the media's wow. song of note. <laughs> and it's good choice, media. Good choice, media. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Wow. <laughs> the media sounds... Uh... Sounds like me with my hands on my... Yeah. This is what it sounds like. All right. Let's go to the real song of note for me. I just kind of threw that in at the last minute. I'm like, I have to put that in there just because it's so different from anything that anybody would expect them to do especially knowing them from SNL or knowing them anything, they actually did a kid's song that was huge. Yeah, exactly. No! Of course, I would pick a drinking song. Santana DVX yes. off of Incredibad. This was a is my song too. of note. Yeah. And the thing that I never realized is mm-hmm. one of the things that I didn't mention before mm-hmm. that I learned during this, it's an actual champagne. Yeah. 
I didn't know it was real. I figured if you're rapping about a fake champagne at some point, it's going to have to become real. But it was real before that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny. You think he's Santana. He's a rock guy. Mm -hmm. He's playing for the normal people, the young kids. Yeah. But the song takes place in a crusty dinner party. Yeah. Feels almost upper class (laughs) because it's like they're drinking Cristal and they're drinking... Santana DVX, which yeah. is a Santana champagne. Right. Oh my gosh. The transition from the party conversation into the rapping mm-hmm. is seamless. Just the lyrics. As a kid, I used to lay awake and think, when was Santana going to make a drink? But now I'm all growing and my dream came true. Santana champagne from here to you. Yeah. I love the way they throw in sexual stuff for no reason. <laughs> yeah. In the 60s, he had a lot of freebie sex. But now he's getting down with the DVX. Yeah. Or got late all the time from 70s chicks. He said, I might have been the daddy I nutted in your mammy. (laughs) (laughs) They have this interlude. He goes, excuse me, fellows. Am I to understand that Carlos Santana has made a champagne? That's right, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Try this. Oh, (laughs) the way he does that is awesome. E-40 is a rapper. Yeah. And he does... Carlos Santana. Yeah, he does the Carlos Santana part. Yeah. So good. I was going to put this as my 12 originally because I I I had thought about it too, but I really kind of pushed it out Mm -hmm. into my song. I'm glad that, you know, you liked it as well. It's great. And when E40 raps at Santana, Mm -hmm. I see you bitches enjoying my sparkling (laughs) wine. I see you bitches loving my sparkling wine. (laughs) Carlos Santana. (laughs) And one of the best lines in there that always stuck in my head, he goes, I'm old enough to know better, but young enough to not care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, and slap a bitch with my hair. (laughs) Yeah. It's a hard stop. There's no real ending. It just Mm -hmm. ends. Yeah, right. J-Zone is a producer Mm. who who wrote the beat. Yeah. Here's his quote. Danger Mouse asked me for some beats to give to the Lonely Island. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know who they were because mm-hmm. I was living under a rock. This is his quote. Then Yorma Taconi calls me and says that he used one of my tracks on the album. Mm-hmm. And he was in the band and he was into my albums. And E40 would be rapping on the track. And mm-hmm. he goes, I almost lost my mind. I almost <laughs> drove off. No, he said, I almost drove off the right. road. Wow. I've always been an E40 fan. And the fact that this actually happened is crazy. That's crazy. You just dropping beats and you're sending it in and you don't even know who these guys are and they yeah. you know your favorite rapper is using that beat with them i gotta find out who the lonely island guys are yeah well he figured it out yeah quick. right because it blew up that yeah. album blew up not necessarily this yeah, song right because he didn't do a video for the song which is sad it's such a good song and the fact that they even in incredibad reference carlos santana champagne like it's two so or crisp. three times yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. all right so let's listen to my song of note Santana DVX off of the Incredibad album. Let's listen, baby. Straight out the box with a bolo shit. Yo, he a beast with the sugar and yeast. Mix it up, pops like the way it's released. Mix jazz, blues, and pops. And the sauce of fusion. He's Lady Shoe producing. Plus, he team with Rob Thomas for a music revolution. On the seventh day, it's been said God rest. But on the eighth day, he made the DVX. Gentlemen, gentlemen, what is all the hubbub about? Carlos Santana. That's real. I see you bitches is enjoying my sparkling wine. We certainly are. Well, be careful because this shit gets your. Okay, that was my song of note, Santana DVX off the Incredibad album, and now it's time for the main event. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Everybody, it's time for the main event. 
our dirty dozen Ooh. has begun. Ooh. So let's go with number 12. <laughs> now, Eric has no idea what's coming, which is good. I don't. This one is the media's number eight. Mm. We'll start with that. Okay. That doesn't say anything. Please don't tell me it's not on my list again like last and time. It's not on your list. <laughs> oh, no. And it's my number eight. I know what it is, I think. <laughs> you know what it is. Like you said that last time and you were completely I know. wrong. I, I think I know what it is, though. This one is sung by the Strokes, well, the lead singer from the Strokes, Julian Casablancas. Yeah. It's called Boombox. Yep. It's also on Incredible Bad. And it was my number eight, our number 12 overall. It's interesting. In the video, mm. they cut a whole verse out. A lot of people don't even realize it. Oh, yeah. So as it goes from the country club, the business boardroom to New mm. York to the old folks' home. And in the video, it goes from the country club to New York to the old folks' That's home. That's right. I never noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. If you've ever seen Say Anything, when John Cusack lifts his boombox in the air to win the heart of Molly Ringwald, mm -hmm. it's that sort of idea that the music is so powerful that it changes people mm -hmm. and it makes them dance and it makes them happy, right? Yeah. So the first time they, he takes it out and he's in the country club, mm. it's so funny. He has this weird click in there that everybody's eating boiled goose. Boiled goose. Yeah. For some reason. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. That they decided that all of these rich white people, what would they be eating? They'd be eating boiled goose. <laughs> And even New York on the street vendors. What are the street vendors setting? Boiled, boiled goose. goose. And the old age home, boiled goose. Casablanca said, this is probably the most fun I've had recording music. Oh, wow. Which is interesting. You know, they're all together and they're being creative together. Yeah. So. Which uh, is interesting because he kind of looks annoyed in the music video Well, sometimes. yeah, but it's not like he said that the music video was the funnest time he's ever had making a music video. Yeah. When you hear those notes and when you hear those mm -hmm. chords, you want to just stand up and go with it because the music is so good. Yeah. As we we're talking before, yeah. this is just solid and they start going and he lifts it up in the Posh Country Club and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And the whole idea of the, the boombox is not a toy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> when he's like, a boombox is not a toy. It's so, it's so funny that like that. The fact that they're talking about like how dangerous a boombox is is just it's it's good. The music was way too powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh. what they do is they just let everybody starts getting crazy over it until they bring it to the old age home, and then he turns up the turbo bass, and that's turbo where that, bass. that's where it's dangerous. <clears throat> and the old people start having sex, and he's like, "This is so disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> A boombox can change the world. You got to know your limits with a boombox. Yeah, exactly. The boombox is not a toy. That's a great line. You got to know your limits with a boombox is such a good line. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's so fantastic. Yeah. And uh, the old folks home and the boiled goose and uh, it, it just makes me laugh when I see it. Oh, yeah. Not the old people, you know, in the old age home. Yeah, you yeah. sure? Yeah. No, that's not my thing. Okay. No, I understand that's you your thing. You kind of smiled when you said it. So. Yeah, it well, it's, no, it's not my thing. I, oh, no, I, I, <laughs> you know, if that's your thing, that's cool. All right. I mean, I'll, I, you I'll, know, yeah, I'll take that credit. You know, people like the gilfs and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. That's, yeah, that's all me. Totally me. You know, it's okay. And that's, and we're living in the 2020s and that's fine. And, <laughs> and I'm sure you have your support group online. It's yeah, great. totally. Yeah. Anyway. I'm just going to go on my subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's listen to number 12, Boombox, off of Incredible. I'm doing the bar transport now. 
to an old folks home with the elderly tossed on their brittle bones. The Lord at least is stealing. There's no excuse. Every day for lunch they eat boiled goods. So I grab my boombox and hit the turbo bass. And what happened next was a total disgrace. Everybody started having sex. Episode number 12, Boombox off of Incredibad. Hmm. Great video as well. Most of these are great videos. Great I'm, video. I'm going to do a YouTube video playlist for this too. Yeah, definitely. Which you will see on our links page. Like mm. if you click whatever you listen to, if you listen to Apple Music, just scroll down and there's links in there. Just great. click on them. All right. So let's move to number 11. This is not on the media's list. It's on my list uh-huh. and it's not on your list. <laughs> Oh no! Is it what is it the one I just said? No, this is off oh. the Whack album. This song I love because I'm geeky like that. I guess it's called Semicolon. Oh yes, Rob. <laughs> yes, and there's a really cool live version of this with Alanis Morissette mm. singing so the Solange part, and they play it live, and then they kick to a little bit of ironic in it because he's like, because oh. he's like, wait, this this isn't the right punctuation. He goes. Alanis, you're really correcting my grammar. That's pretty ironic. And then she goes, starts going into ironic. And then, <laughs> and then they start singing along with it. It's kind of funny. Oh, that's great. Norma said this is a, a joke about hashtag rap. Mm. It started out being used by really good rappers to clever effect, and then it got progressively lazier. Mm. It's just written so well. You acted all macho, Ralph, but I'll eat all your cats, Alf. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 all that's of this. Great. It's just fantastic. Solange mm-hmm. singing along. Her interlude is perfect because she continues the humor with her song, part two, but it breaks the song up. Yeah. And it keeps the song interesting. Mm. And if you look for the video for this one, it's actually a lyric video. And at the ending is just classic. Andy Samberg says, we rest our case. Then the teacher, Solange, says, those are examples of colons. You all get Fs. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. No, that's great. I like this song. I like that they that they divvy it up like that. It's so smart though. It's so it's smart. so it's a, such a smart idea because it does fit with like a lot of styles of rap in doing things like that. Yeah. So yeah. let's listen to the number 11 song Semicolon off the Whack album. Yes, today we're learning about semicolons. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, Lonely Island. We use semicolons every day. Can you give me an example? Oh hell. Yeah. Get ready for a whale of a time. Shamu, my whole team coming clean. Shampoo, he loses comic relief. Whoopie, and I'm the mother monster. When you see me better cross the street, Frogger, then go home and write about it. Blogger, did I do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's number 11, semicolon off the WAG album. Uh, good tune. Great. It's it's just so funny. I forgot. It's like, so how, well written. Yeah. yeah. Just how many good iterations of using semicolons yeah. they were they're great they're yeah, so it's, good it's so good yeah all right let's move to number 10 this is not on your list just kidding uh, i was gonna say <laughs> we're gonna get to yours yeah and this one's on everybody's list oh yeah it's <laughs> like a landmine okay. anyway, uh, <laughs> you can and, tell we really want some centana dvs yeah we also go back to that that's number one through 12 yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like a boss yeah. Off of Incredibad. This is my 11, Media's 11, and you're 5 and are 10 overall. Mm. So you can take the lead, my friend. I actually, I'm going to take it back, what I said earlier. I think this was the first Lonely Island song I actually ever heard. I think Jizz in My Pants was definitely second, but Like a Boss was probably first. 
some of their songs don't get to the punchline until later on in the song. So it starts off so normal because he's talking to corporate. And then as soon as he gets to hit on Deborah, get rejected, swallow sadness, and then send some faxes, he goes back to it. I forget what he says after that. And then he goes, eat a bagel. And then that's where it immediately falls downhill yeah, yeah, where yeah. he's losing his promotion. Sexual lawsuit. Sexual, yeah. And then sexual uh, sexual harassment lawsuit, get rejected, <laughs> Deborah's desk. <laughs> Buy a gun in my mouth. So good. I love the song. Yeah, this was almost a straight parody, at least, of mm-hmm. Slim Thugs Like a Boss. It's yeah. actually a song. More of the way that Like a Boss is repeated more mm-hmm. than anything. Yeah. It's not the the rapping style in between is nowhere similar, but it is right. resembling that more than most mm. of their stuff. I love, as you said before, the performance interview setting where he describes his average day. Yeah. Seth Rogen, Eric yeah, Keeve, yeah, yeah, Seth, either way you listen to it. Yeah. 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 Seth Rogen in the video. Yeah. The like a boss echoing really works. Yeah. And I love the corporate buzzwords that he starts throwing in. So yeah. you think it's actually real. Mm-hmm. And then it, as we said before, it goes to sex lines, suicide attempts. <laughs> yes, I forgot about the sex lines. Yeah. Fish sex, bombing the Russians and crashing into the sun. And so now it, he's dead. <laughs> and chopping his balls off too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is this an example of your everyday? Yeah. No doubt. I'm the boss. <laughs> there was actually a lawsuit in conjunction with this because oh, really? the people who did the beats Mm. They thought they never received proper compensation for their work Mm. in recognition and money. He said that he originally signed an agreement giving him 50% ownership of the song. Mm. But in the lawsuit, they ended up settling with uh, Universal Music Group Mm. to 25%. Because he actually never found the contract or something. You know what I mean? So it was like this big court case. That happens from time to time, especially when you're on a big album like that. Once you're on SNL... With the song, it blows up, and there's millions and millions of people listening to it, and then it gets attention to the people who wrote it. Definitely. It's fantastic. You know, it made my list. Let's take a listen to our number 10, Like a Boss. Mr. Sandberg, thanks for coming to your performance review. No problem. So you're in charge around here, is that fair to say? Absolutely. I'm the boss. Okay, so take us through a day in the life of the boss. Well, the first thing I do is... Talk to corporate! Approve memos! Lead a workshop! Okay, that was number 10. Number 10. Like a boss. Like a boss. Yeah, so that's, a, that's like a boss. so funny. And the video too, so funny. Seth Rogen really kind of lifted up a little <laughs> yeah. bit. So it, it works out good. Yeah. And that's right in Andy's wheelhouse anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's move from number 10 to what comes after oh nine, nine. Right, right yeah nine yeah. it's okay yeah, yeah nine. it's all right we sometimes forget it's okay yeah, that happens you know yeah or older than 22 <laughs> 23 sorry yeah i was just about <laughs> yeah. to say i'm old don't tell me i'm not old <laughs> back in my day we were back when uh, we just watched this lawrence welk show <laughs> it was so funny oh my goodness he had bubbles <laughs> See, I'm looking at Rob with crazy eyes because I have no idea what, what I was trying to think said. of the oldest reference I could ever remember in my life, and that's not even that's way before my life. But it's just funny. Yeah, okay. nope, way before my life too. No idea. <laughs> if it was before two thousand, it was way before Yeah, way before <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's go uh, to Turtleneck and Chain. 
Turtle Next Time. Okay. Chain. That isn't the song, but this is the no, album. I know. It's our number nine song overall. Mm-hmm. This is the media's number four. Ooh. And we're tied on this one. Ooh. And we nailed it. It's our number nine. <laughs> My Look number at that. nine. Your number nine. The media's number four. Wrong. And the number nine overall. Mother Lover. All right, media, take it away. Yeah. (laughs) You can start off. Go ahead. You know, uh, this song is so funny in the music video. (laughs) The first thing that's starting off is they're coming out from jail for getting arrested for Dick in a Box. Yeah, this is the second in the the Dick in a Box trilogy. trilogy. I like the line. They're like working out and he says, my dad can't satisfy my mom in the bedroom ever since he passed, passed away. away. I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was awesome. Yeah. As I said before, this is the second in the Dick in a Box trilogy, which yeah. is Dick in a Box, Mother Lover, and Three Way. Yeah. It starts with, as you said, coming out of jail. Mm-hmm. And then they realize it's Mother's Day and mm-hmm. they're just coming out of jail and they don't have a gift. So they decide to have sex with each other's just moms. With each other's moms. Right. As one would do. And uh, Kiva says, we weren't really sure if we should go in a whole different direction and make the song new. Because if it had nothing to do with those guys or a short film that's totally mm-hmm. different, we didn't want to ruin the first one because that was so cool. Yeah. So what would be the most satisfying for our audience? It'd be cool to start with them getting out of prison for their boxes. And then it's Mother's Day, which is actually the Mother's Day show on SNL when they did this. Oh, okay. And Timberlake was the host on Mother's Day. Oh, uh, yeah. So this is how the song came to be, right? Okay. The Tuesday before, Sandberg and Timberlake start writing this. The Tuesday before. It goes on the air. Wow. And then they recorded the song in an all-night session two days later, which is Thursday for mm. Saturday Night Live, with a 20-hour video shoot on Friday. Wow. And then they were editing the footage on Saturday morning and only completed it within minutes of the broadcast, actually after the broadcast was already live. Wow. When they finished editing it. Wow. And That's they, crazy. They got the tape to them and they, they went live with it. That's awesome. So it's that's how quick this song came together. Wow. It's really good. It is. Justin Timberlake singing, F*** his moms is so good the way he like his voice sounds great in the song too. I think that's like the big selling point for the trilogy of those songs is that Justin Timberlake sounds so great and he's singing about the most absurd thing. They locked in Susan Sarandon, I think Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Coming on Friday to film it. Wow! And then on Thursday night, yeah, they asked Patricia Clarkson mm. if she wanted to do it. Yeah, and she could. And they thought, good, we're starting tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's crazy. So she came, she showed up, and she said yes immediately. And at 11 a.m. Friday, they were there, and they did a ridiculously long shoot. 20 hours. 20 hours shoot. Hour shoot. Yeah, they were already shooting by the time she got there. Most shoot days will last from about 7:30 to about midnight. If you could put that into perspective. So even going farther than that, that's pretty crazy. The Lonely Island had their mothers in the studio for for this episode. (laughs) And Akiva said, my mom loves to brag. I don't know if she told anybody about this one, though. (laughs) But she did thank me for the Mother's Day video. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) That's so good. Akiva, this is Akiva again. This one I can say we did 100% in conjunction with Justin. He's good enough and he brings a lot of that awesome melodies. Mm-hmm. And it's great that he can sing and really add some funny lines to the song. He's clearly the best. He clearly brings something magical. Really? Yeah, this was so wrong in so many ways. Talking about, and when you're in my mother, make me another brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And then in the music video, when 
Andy Samberg's over Justin Timberlake's mom. She pulls down the photo of Justin Timberlake, and then he reaches over and lifts, lifts it back, back up. up. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's so good. A lot of things completely wrong morally with the song, but yeah. it's, that's the kind of the funny of it. Yeah, that was the funny thing about Dick in the Box, Mother Lover, and Three Way. They're pushing the line a little bit too much because in the beginning of the music video they're like oh we forgot a mother's day gift and it's wholesome in that sense and then immediately they're like no we're gonna have sex with each other's moms like oh jeez. <laughs> anyway let's listen to number nine mother lover gather the kids around people oh don't don't do that. no you don't want to do it on yeah, this one don't, don't do all that. right <laughs> let's listen to mother lover don't do that. off of turtleneck and chain our number nine hey cuz number nine mother lover off of turtleneck and chain what a uh touching you know just emotional song rob's crying he's crying it's it's so touching it's okay it's all right <laughs> let's go to a song that's not on my list really yeah let's go to number eight uh-oh and i blame the media because mm. it's the media's number one mm. Although it doesn't have the same weight as you and me, but it's on your list as well. Okay. In fact, it's in your top three. Ooh. In fact, it is your number three. Mmm. I'm on a boat. Yeah. Off of Incredibad, our number eight. Obviously, Eric, you can take the lead. On a boat is a great song. Comes off as they're very passionate about what they're singing. Like they're trying to be as hard as they can. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm on a boat. Like, they're just singing about, like, being on a boat. I love T-Pain, too. He's really funny in this. Just to even have him on, I think, like, he's just going to be a background singer, but he's really funny in it, too. It's good that he echoes their words. Oh, yeah. I really like when Andy Samberg says, flippy floppies. Like, they're trying to be so hard. And he says, flippy floppies. That's, like, one of, like, my favorite lines in a Lonely Island song. In the music video, too, he gets a ticket for three, and he picks Keith. Oh, no, yeah. In the beginning, it's yeah. awesome. Like, the way that yeah. the video starts off. And the whole idea, let's just step back yeah. for a second. The whole idea of this video for a number oh, of years, yeah. every freaking rap song had the rappers on a boat mm -hmm. being all badass. Whether it was like Two Life Crew even back in the 80s and 90s, all the way up. It just was this constant cliche. Mm. And they're kind of making fun of that. Now they threw crazy stuff about climbing in buoys and having sex with a mermaid and riding a dolphin and all sorts of weird stuff. But in the beginning, like we said before, Andy, he opens a box of cereal. He wins a trip for three to a boat. Yeah. Akiva, I'm going to take you. And you only see Yorma. And he goes, and T-Pain, I'm going to take you. And it cuts, and it cuts right off past, <laughs> past Yorma over to T-Pain, who's yeah. sitting next to him, which you never saw in the picture before. Yeah. It's kind of funny they juxtapose Yorma in the video. They're making fun of him throughout the video yeah, yeah, yeah. for not being on the boat with them. Right, yeah. He's yeah. like, he's at Kinko's in the video. And he's the one making copies. And he's copies. taking out his trash. Yeah. And he gets the traffic ticket, like you mentioned before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is interesting. This is another thing. Uh, Wishmaster is the guy who did the beats for this, mm -hmm. who's a, a pretty known guy. Yeah. And the label asked him to send them some stuff. And he's like, okay, I'll send you some stuff. And he says, mm -hmm. well, this group, the Lonely Island, wants to use it. Mm -hmm. And he didn't know who he was, mm -hmm. once again. 
But then he was shocked when it turned up on SNL with T-Pain. <laughs> and the contract wasn't signed at the time. So oh, they had to wow. have this big, it's not a lawsuit, but they had this conversation on the contract. Uh-huh. It's so quick. Yeah. The turnaround for SNL. It's much like the Justin Timberlake one we just yeah. talked about. Where it's Tuesday to Saturday mm-hmm. and it's on the air. Yeah, right. T-Pain got 10% and Wishmaster got 35% of the song. Wow. He got, wow. Well, it's the beats. It's all that stuff. Yeah. And that's what kind of makes it. T-Pain said they wrote the whole thing and I just put my voice on it and set it back. And then T-Pain says the helicopter they used to take the aerial shots mm-hmm. of them on the boat yeah. was spraying so much water on us. It was probably the worst video day I've ever been through. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he loved the final result. It's such and he a loved the yeah, song. Yeah. It's such a good video. It's viewed over 100 million times, yeah. like most of their stuff actually is. Mm-hmm. It reached number one on YouTube, and it was nominated for Best Rap Song <laughs> in the Grammy Awards. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it, it is such a good song, too. It's interesting that uh, this is what Rolling Stone said about the song. Mm. It's one of the strongest Saturday Night Live hip-hop hits since Eddie Murphy was funny. Wow. Dang. Sorry, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was kind of wrong. <laughs> but you know those guys. They yeah. kind of push that stuff. This is our number eight overall. I'm on a boat off of Incredibeds. Good song. So let's listen to T-Pain. All right. <laughs> that was number eight. I'm on a boat off a credit bed. And this next song we both have on our list, our number Let's seven. Go. Let's just jump right ahead to a Turtleneck and Chain song. Ooh. This is. I like this video a lot because I can play it mm-hmm. around my daughter because there's not a lot of cursing in this one. And it's really funny and it reminds me of so many people I knew in college. It's called Threw It on the Ground. My number seven, your number eight. Mm. And the media's number 10, so it was Ooh. on everybody's. Let's uh, go. For me, as I said before, mm. in college, I knew these people who were intellectual in their minds, but idiots in reality. Yeah, right. And uh, if you went to college with me and are listening to this, don't worry, it wasn't you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the video really enhances this one, but you can listen to it without mm. it as well. I'm an adult. <laughs> I ain't part of your system. You can't buy me hot dog, man. <laughs> this is a key, but he says, our friend Drew made the beat and we had it, you know, in a library with all our other beats. Mm. There was something about it and how it was quiet and then it broke out into the big synths that made me think of like, threw it on the ground. And then he thought that he could, well, he has this phantom camera that can take things. Oh, at a thousand frames per second and phantom cameras a, existed back then yeah, too yeah, yeah, wow yeah. i never yeah this is a, in 2011 where i just didn't i didn't think that phantom cameras would have been around at that time but that yeah, makes sense it was yeah. probably more high-end but yeah yeah and it was beautiful slow-mo then it sort of developed into this like slam poet type of guy yeah which is what they said and yeah uh but they he just pretty much goes through this whole thing with the energy drink then the guy hot dog says, here's a free one. You've been a great customer. He goes, man, what do I look like? A charity case? 
I took it and threw it on the ground. Then it just explodes on the ground. <laughs> but the best one is the one after that. He goes, my so-called girlfriend. She hands me a cell phone and says it my dad. This isn't my dad. This, this is, is a, a cell phone. phone. I took it and threw, threw it, it on, on the, the ground. ground. Yeah. My dad's not a phone. Duh. Duh. <laughs> and then he goes to the birthday party. He goes, happy birthday, birthday to, to the, the ground. Oh, but then right after that, he says, uh, he goes, welcome to the real world, jackass. <laughs> yeah, so good. So good. And Ryan Reynolds and, and Elijah Wood. Are the, are the phonies, the two Hollywood <laughs> phonies. The one thing I like about the music videos, too, is that Again, when I said earlier, it starts off reasonable in a sense, right? Like you can, you can take it as like, it's still a joke, but he's, he's like, I don't want your energy drink. Stop like coming with your energy drinks and he throws it on the ground. That's reasonable enough. Immediately cuts to him going to the hot dog. Be like, here's one for free. And he goes, do I look like a charity case? And he, you know, throws it on the ground. So then you're like, oh, this guy's clearly crazy. But then at the very end, what I also like too, is that. After he's already flipped the table on Elijah and Ryan Reynolds, they go outside and they talk about tasers. And then he goes off for like 20 seconds about how they keep tasering him in the butthole and keeps emphasizing the word butthole. <laughs> but you think that at, he gets tased into making some sense at the end. But he still says, and the moral of the story is you can't trust the system. <laughs> yeah. Man. Man. Anyway, let's listen to number seven. Threw it on the ground off of Turtleneck and Chain. Let's listen, baby. At the farmer's market with my so-called girlfriend. She hands me her cell phone. Says it's my dad. Man, this ain't my dad. This is a cell phone. I threw it on the ground. What you think I'm stupid? Okay, that was Threw It on the Ground. Our number seven. Number seven. All right, let's go back to another song that's not on my list. Mm. That's The Media's number five, mm. and it's on your list. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason it's not on my list, this is a generational thing. Okay. You're single, I'm not. So this would be higher on your list. And it's your I'm number, not single. Your number, well. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, fair, fair, fair. You but have a ring on the finger? Yeah, though. that's you're, true. You're dating. Yeah. You have a steady girlfriend for a long time, and I get that. That's fair. But the name of the song is I Just Had Sex off of Turtleneck and Chain. You really don't have this on your list? And it's your number one. It's a one joke song, which I like the joke. Okay. I think it's funny. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of other, for me, there was like four mm. or five joke songs that I like better. Totally. You can go ahead. It's obviously your number one. It was my number one for a reason is because I think out of all the Lonely Island songs that I'd listened to when I was younger, this was the one I always liked because they're kind of innocent about talking about having sex. And I think that's like the really funny part, like that he has to emphasize that he had sex with his penis. A girl let me do it. It literally just happened. And then at the very end, it kind of turns into like this anthemy kind of thing, like where everybody can kind of get into it and sing it. And yeah. I think that's the really fun part about that song. That's why I had it so high. He's, he's like, let me see her boobies and the rest. You know, I just I think it's great. I love the bridge in this one. Yeah. He goes, 
She kept looking at her watch. Doesn't matter. Had sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think she might have been a racist. Doesn't matter. Had sex. But I cried the whole time. Yeah. No, don't, doesn't matter. Had sex. So, yeah. And she put a bag on, on my head. head. Still count. It's so good. It's good. And it's interesting. Yarma said, there was a moment when we released this. I had I just had sex with a con. And Enrique Iglesias had a song, Tonight I'm F***ing You. What? I was out at the same time. Wow. And they were both charting. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was hilarious. That's funny. Our song was in the top 10 for a second. I'm thinking he's thinking online. And it was mm-hmm. made by the same producer. And our song wow. is kind of less funny than his song. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. This wow. is the first top 40 hit. It debuted at 30. Wow. That's crazy. In the video, Jessica Alba, Blake Lively, and John McEnroe are in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And being really happy because they had sex. Yeah. Yeah. I think I really just like the the big anthem to be like everybody sing it well everybody couldn't sing it they had a definite requirement and it's done at you know 11 30 at night on a saturday yeah right there's probably a lot more people who had sex at 11 30 <laughs> on a saturday night than if it was during the week right exactly yeah i just had sex our number six song overall let's take a listen been a racist she put a bag on my head (laughs) anyway that's our number six i just had sex turtleneck and chains and this one definitely check out the youtube video Mm. because i have a youtube playlist for this definitely now let's go from a song that you just had on your list in the media to a song we all had again nice this was your number 12, the media's number seven, and my number two. Mm-hmm. The name of the song is YOLO, off of the WAC album. Mm. Although it was released in 2013. If you think about the world we just came from, yeah, last two years, COVID, isolate yourself and go solo. There's no such thing as too much Purell. <laughs> Don't go outside because you're going to die. Just take our advice and hide. <laughs> that could have just picked up from our government, really. Yeah, right. And they change YOLO from you only live once to you ought to look out. Because YOLO is like embrace life, go skydiving, traveling, swim with sharks, do whatever you want to do. Do something crazy today sort of thing. Their slant says you shouldn't do anything ever. (laughs) Yeah. I remember when this song came out. I remember everyone at school was singing this song at that time. Because YOLO was such a big thing in school. I was like, no, dude, you ought to look out. I was telling everybody that instead. And they were like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. Well, when you knock the drugs out of that guy's hand. (laughs) Stay the hell away from drugs because it's not. I forget what he says after that, but bury all your money in the backyard like a beagle. Yeah, that's what it is. There you go. And I love they use that cheesy app that you can get online to drop pianos on people in the video. It was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like those, those like really weird, it's like those FX packs. So yeah. You can do that. They use it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that time, too, Kendrick Lamar and Adam Levine were huge. My wife loves Adam Levine. Yeah. So this was like a song that we could laugh together with. Anything with Adam Levine in it, she just wants to see. Yeah. But Adam did a great job in that. I mean, burning the prints off his thumbs, doing all that stuff. It's great. Yeah, he, he was really Really solid he's, in this he's, video. he's solid and so is Kendrick Lamar. They did such a great job in this music video. I think that's also why it sold really well was not only because they had 
two popular artists at that time. But the music video is is also really fun. And Rolling Stone named the song mm. the 27th best song of 2013 hmm. out of any genre. Interesting. And Needles wrote this, the beat. Mm. And Needles is a big time producer. Oh, wow. I mean, Katy Perry and a lot of rappers and he's just everywhere. Needles is like the guy. The fact that he ended up doing a, a Lonely Island thing. Yeah, that's crazy. And he did Kendrick Lamar stuff for Kendrick Lamar. Right. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? It's not. Yeah, right. Exactly. He's one of the biggest freaking producers there is. I love the video. I love <laughs> and I love the fact that it's clean. Right now, my daughter can listen to this, and she yeah. loves the song. And yeah. my kids have loved this song mm. because of Adam Levine, and it was funny. And yeah. My kids love funny stuff. Mm. There's not anything in this is sexual, or there's no cursing. Yeah. Yeah, YOLO is just an amazing song I like. That's why it made number two on my list. Anyway, let's listen to YOLO, our number five overall. Off of the whack album. Let's listen, baby. Oh, on ya. And never go with saunas, cause they're crawling with piranhas. And never take the stairs, cause they're off in the safe. You only live once, don't let it go to waste. Hey. Okay, that was number five. YOLO off of the Wickedy Wickedy Whack album. YOLO. That's just the Whack no, album. Oh no. YOLO's got me thinking. It's deep. It's deep thoughts, man. It's deep, deep, deep thoughts. Let's move to our top four. Moving wow. up to the top four. And number wow. four is off of Incredibad. This is on all of our lists. Media's nine, my six, and your four. And you matched because it is our number four. Woo! Jizz in my pants. Mm-hmm. And I know it's a personal story for you, so you can take the lead. Yeah, totally a personal story for me. I actually, when I first heard this song, I know for a fact I had no idea what jizz was. I thought it was another word for poop. So oh, really? 100%. 100% thought it was, they were just talking about pooping their pants. Oh. And I still think that's what that means. I don't know if that means anything different. <laughs> nah, it does not. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but. I was sheltered you. I'm a shelter. I don't even think it's sheltered. I probably was 10, probably yeah. was sure, shouldn't know what no, that no, no, is. No, I'm with you, guys. Yeah. But, like, I like how at the very end of the song, Andy's like, come on, dude, seriously? Like, they've just, like, they keep jizzing their pants yeah, yeah. so it, much, and he's just like, it's getting to the point where it's annoying now. Well, it's yeah. funny. It's like, initially, it's like, yeah, it gets to the point where it's, okay, you mm -hmm. can almost see it happen. Yeah. And then it gets ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it totally gets ridiculous. It, and I love, like, the Brit yeah. pop feel of the song. Yeah, sort of like, totally. like uh, Pet Shop Boys. Yeah. Or that sort of feel. Mm -hmm. Across the room, none of the powers bloom. Yeah. And the way they're saying it, it reminds with the British accent or the fake British accent, because none of them are British. Lock eyes. Across the it room. reminded me of Flight of the Concords, if you've ever heard of Flight I've of the I've heard Con of Flight of the Concords. Yeah. I don't know. I think they're too acoustic. This is Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have a couple songs that aren't, aren't like that, and that's what okay. it kind of sounds okay. like. Yeah. I'm really sensitive. I think it's a plus. No, I'll go home and change. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll go home <laughs> and change. Plus, it was your fault you were rubbing my butt. <laughs> 
Yeah, trying to trying to blame everything. On yeah, the yeah, yeah. Justin Timberlake is in this video. Do you know that? Yeah, he is mopping in the back. Yeah, yeah. He's mopping in the back. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. He's the one who has to clean it out. And uh, Jamie Lee Sigler from Sopranos. Yes, is the clerk. Yeah, at the checkout. Cash or credit. That <laughs> face that Andy Samberg makes became a meme. Just oh, it's so funny what the yeah. guys are doing, and it's just like, it's they, they all do it. And it's like, <laughs> and they never intended this to be on SNL. Mm. But then they got kind of pulled into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's good. It was good for them. I mean, it's a, it's really good. No, no, no yeah. doubt. And they have all of the different people in it. So yeah, totally. Funny tune. Just my pants almost went up on my list. Mm. It went up and then it went down suddenly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow, Rob. Wow. Wow. I'm oh, sorry. It was just I, amazing. I just, I looked at you with the face of disappointment. <laughs> Which is the look you normally get Which, in that yeah. case. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We are dealing with a dirty band. We're dealing. It's a dirty podcast. So I got to get used it's to it. It's dirty. It's dirty. It's dirty podcast. It's dirty rappers. Let's listen to Jason Bypass off of Incredibad, our number four. The sky and I'm on your cloud, moving close as the lasers fly. Our bodies touch and the angels cry. Leave this place, go back to yours. Our lips first touch outside your doors. The whole night, what we've got in store. Whisper in my ear that you want some more. And I jizz in my pants. This really never happens, you can take my word. I won't apologize, that's just absurd. Mainly your fault for the way that you dance. And now I jizz in my pants. Don't tell your friends or I'll say you're a slut. Plus it's your fault you were rubbing my butt. I'm very sensitive. Some would say that's a plus. Now I'll go home and change. Okay, that's number four. Jizz in my pants. <laughs> On the top four. Oh, nice. Nice, yeah, nice, this nice. Is quality, quality uh, music this week. Quality. And we're going to keep on with the quality music as we top into the top three. Let's go. The top three overall. This is the creme de la creme, no pun intended, mm. of the Lonely Island. And let's go to the first song of a trilogy, Dick in a Box, off of Incredibad. This was the media's two, my four, and your six, and our number three. Wow. Wow. When this came out, everybody I knew loved the song. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, do you see that? Oh, this is like the funniest thing I've ever seen on mm-hmm. SNL ever. And you learn the steps. It's like one, cut a hole in the box. Two, put your junk in that box. And three, make her open the box. And that's the way you do it. <laughs> and that's the way you do it. And I love the different holiday. Kwanzaa. Take the box. Hanukkah. Take it. Anyway, it's, it's yeah, so it's funny. Great. And obviously it led to the mother lover in three way because it was so popular. And this is Justin Timberlake talking. Well, this is Justin Timberlake's quote. Yeah. That was the first time I met Andy, Kiva, and Yorma, the Lonely Island crew. Mm-hmm. I said, look, in my opinion, you actually write a song that people kind of want to sing. We wrote Dick in a Box, and at that time, we said, can we actually say this on television? (laughs) I don't know if any of us knew it was going to blow up as much as it did on the internet, though. Mm. And they said, you can't say dick on the air. So like, oh, all right, all right. And after working with the FCC on the video sketch, we allowed it to air with 16 bleeps. So if you hear the SNL version of this, it's bleeping all over the place. Andy Samberg said, we almost got all the way through it before we even told Justin about it. Because we wanted to make sure that it was going to work. Mm. And they were nervous about bringing it to Justin because they kind of yeah. wrote the song on this one more than the other ones. Right. They brought it to Justin and he was 
immediately on board. Yeah, that's awesome. And then we're like, oh my God, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> this won a primetime Emmy Award for its standing original music that's and lyrics. That's crazy. Yeah, this that's actually won awesome. an Emmy Award. Wow. And it, this was actually on the singles chart in Australia and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But it's just kind of funny. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I no, quite a bit. you're totally fine. You were going to say everything that I was going to say, though. Like, I think Dick in a Box is just, it's such a funny song. And the video, the women's eyes in it, it's like, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. it's so good. But then it turns out at the end that they were not into it and then they get arrested. And then go well, to, they're walking around with their... The funny part about it is the fact that like they're walking around in public with their dick in a box. And I, th I think <laughs> that's, that's where it really sells. I think with the whole trilogy in that sense is the fact that Justin Bieber, or not Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake sings so well on the songs. It it sells it in in a sense as well. Justin Bieber was in the hundredth yeah. episode. Have you saw that? No, I didn't. Oh, I'll show the other. Okay, okay. Um, it didn't make the list. So yeah, it, Justin Timberlake's voice just kind of sells it that he's such a good singer, and he's singing about something as ridiculous as putting your dick in a box to Kristen Wiig. The whole thing, this song, it came out around Christmas. Yeah. It was the Christmas episode, much yeah. like the Mother Lover was the Mother's Day episode. Yeah. But Dick in a Box was so huge. Yeah, it's, it was. it's really funny. Most people thought it was tiny, but it was much huger than they thought. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. See, <laughs> no, I would be making those jokes, too. It's just that sometimes, Rob's, Rob, you'll say something, and I'll look at you, and then not realize what you just said until after that, and be like, oh, my goodness. I know, I know. <laughs> you know sometimes you get all excited about something, and it falls flat. Oh, totally. No, it was, oh my God. That was the last one. Again, anyway. again, I didn't notice that that was what you were doing. Anyway, go. let's go to number three overall, Dick in a Box, off of Incredibed. Not gonna get you a diamond ring, that sort of gift don't mean anything. Not gonna get you a fancy car, girl you gotta know you're my shining star. Gonna get you a house in the hills. A girl like you needs something real. Wanna get you something from the heart. Something special, girl. It's my dick in a box. My dick in a box, babe. It's my dick in a box. Alright, that was number three. Yeah, such a good song. Beep in a box. Because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't play that on air back then. Wow. Dick in a box, our number three. So let's move to number two. Number two. This was my number one. Wow. This is your number seven, and the media's number six. This is the one that started everything. This is the one that started YouTube, Lazy Sunday. Yeah. And I had to put it there, because I had never seen anything like this outside of the Beastie Boys, and the Beastie Boys lyrics were never intentionally funny, mm -hmm. to this degree. The chronic, what calls of Narnia, past that chronic. What, what calls, calls of Narnia? Narnia? It was so good. So good. Mr. Pib and Red Rhymes equals Crazy Delicious is one of my favorites. <laughs> and the whole thing. Chris Parnell worked so well on this because it gave Andy Seberg cred because nobody knew who Andy was. Yeah, right. They filmed this without a crew. Mm. They just borrowed a camera from Bill Hader's wife, his girlfriend at the time, yeah. actually, who worked at a film school. Mm. So they borrowed a, a decent camera mm. and they went out and they filmed it themselves. Six months after the launch of YouTube, Lazy Sunday was the first real viral hit. Yeah. It had 2 million hits in one weekend, upping the internet traffic of YouTube by 83%. Wow. At that time, that's yeah. crazy. 83%. Wow. It went from nothing to like huge overnight wow. due to this song.
Yorma says, I think Lazy Sunday was the most watched thing at YouTube at the time. And he said, for me, the next morning after it aired, mm. I got recognized for the first time. Wow. Everybody just started recognizing me everywhere. Parnell said, I got a call from Mark Lepus at NBC Publicity saying the New York Times wanted to interview me. Wow. I was like, crazy. what? He goes, this is a big thing. They're making t-shirts and stuff and it's huge. And I was flabbergasted. And Bill Hader, like me, yeah. said, this is how I found out about YouTube. The mm. first thing I ever saw on YouTube was Lazy Sunday. Wow. I was like, oh, That's wow. crazy. This is pretty cool, this thing. Lazy Sunday should have totally been higher on my list, Yeah, honestly. it's just how important it was, I yeah. think. This one, really, if you ever watch YouTube, thank the song for it, because this is it. Seriously. And then in 2006, NBC asked for all the clips to be taken down, and Viacom, who owned NBC at the time, before it was mm. Universal, it was Viacom before... And they sued it for a billion dollars. <laughs> no way. Did they take it down? Yeah. They, well, it was settled out of court, but they oh ended up God. taking all the, the original ones down. So if you look at the total views for this clip, it's not accurate because they had to take it down for a while and then they ended up putting it back up what? over time. And even over time, it's huge. Dude, so, so yeah. Lazy Sunday is such a good song. Honestly, it wasn't on my list because I totally forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about it and then listened to it again. And just Chris Parnes being like, we're going to be taken to a dream world of magic is such yeah. a good line. It's and, so funny. And the chronic. What, what cool Zanarni. It's it, so it's The whole good. idea of like, you know, the rapping and the chronic is, you know, yeah. is pot. And it was kind of funny. It was like, yeah. Pass that chronic. What calls a Narnia? Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, oh, I got that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The cupcake place. Yeah. Magnolia cupcakes. You can't go there anymore. He was so upset because oh, no. they did that. No, because it's the line is like, oh, forever. Wow. Because of this song. Wow. Magnolia cupcakes. Yeah. Is huge. Wow. And he's like, we used to go there all the time and now we can't get there anymore. <laughs> I have to wait. That's crazy. It's like Pink's in LA, you know, it's like something you have to wait a long time for. Yeah. It was just an eye opener. And this was totally. my introduction to The Lonely Island. Yeah. Because of this song, mm -hmm. SNL Digital Shorts became something that was as regular as Weekend Update on SNL. Wow. Every week they had a digital short on it and they had to do one every week. Mm. Because this was so popular. I mean, totally. And then a couple of weeks later, they had the Natalie Portman rap, which yeah, blew up right. again, again. And a whole bunch of other things blew up. Yeah. And then you're talking about Dick in a Box and all this other stuff. Yeah. And it became almost, you know, I'm on a boat. I just had sex. All these things are massive hits mm. virally. Mm. And it just brought a whole new audience to yeah. SNL. Mm. Not only totally. to, to the Long Island, but to SNL. Yeah. The fact that they're going so hard while they're rapping, but they're just talking about having a normal lazy Sunday with each other yeah. and just going to see the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. I just, I think it's just, it's such a funny concept. They're going to see a movie, yet this song goes so hard. It's just so fun. And I think just the yeah. play on the Chronicles, like passing Hamilton, like... Oh yeah, the way we're, we're in bird, just the way we're dropping Hamiltons. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah. I mean, and that was before Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, absolutely, yeah. That's, that's what started it. Just what yeah. gave Lin-Manuel Miranda the... <laughs> I'm sure that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. I think the guys at Lonely Island need a cut of that. Not totally. Money. They need a cut of the Hamilton, the Hamilton money. money. <laughs> I need the Hamilton money. Uh, that's great. All right. Let's listen to number two, Lazy Sunday. The eighth of Broadway. Step on it, sucker. What you want to do, Chris? Back attack, mother... Hit the chronic. What calls of Narnia? Yes, the chronic. What calls of Narnia? Chronic, what calls of Narnia? Pass that chronic, what calls of 
ready to get suspicious. Mr. Pimpin' Red Vines equals crazy delicious. And it's so well visually. It's, oh, it's, it's done so, so yeah. pro. But a thing that we can look at today and say, I can see how they can do that. But the fact that you couldn't do that with a phone at that time. No, totally. You know, they're talking about Google Maps and MapQuest. Those MapQuest and Yahoo Maps don't exist anymore. I know, I know. That's in this, I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they're talking, that's the time this was made. Yeah. This, the newest thing was this new thing called the iPod. Yeah. This is not when you can use a camera as a phone. Those right. things were a couple years away. The iPhone wouldn't exist for another two years. Right. So for them to edit this and they can't go home and use iMovie because mm -hmm. that's not there. Yeah. Really interesting that they're able to do all these visual effects and mm. when they're moving around with the stop motion and which yeah. I love, which is one of my favorite parts of it. Mm -hmm. And it just brings the quality of the video up. Oh, totally. And when you saw this for the first time compared to what you're used to seeing, The Lonely Island was bringing an innovative film technique to SNL while maintaining their indie cred in the process. That just blew me away. It's just boom, and it's original music. Yeah, which was it's so crazy. and it's yeah. so good. Yeah, uh, but anyway, there's one song that remains. Ooh, our number one song, although none of us had it ranked at number one, mm. but all of us had it in our top three. Mm. This is my number three. The media's number three, and your number two. Yeah, which jumped this song to number one. What a fantastic song! When you bring Michael Bolton into a song, Jack Sparrow. It's huge. I'll let you take the lead because it's your number two. Uh, okay. And our number one. Let's go. Again, when this song came out. It's funny to this day. It's like. If, if somebody has never heard Lonely Island, mm -hmm. I will play them I will this show song. them this song. Totally. Right. Just to be like, this is what Lonely Island is. Like, there's other stuff. Totally. But this is Lonely Island. The fact that the whole thing starts out with them in the studio recording. And they're like, oh, Michael Bolton's here. And he goes, hey, guys, what's up? Uh, I just watched the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Have you have you seen those? They're like, yeah, those those are great. Anyway, we'll do this cool hook. You're gonna love it. And then they get right into it, and they're just talking about going to the club, having sex with women. You know what every typical rapper does. And then on the chorus, he comes in and just breaks out in a song talking about the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. <laughs> I just remembering that like I had seen these guys before, and then have this come out. This was a huge hit. I remember everyone at school. This was the song that everybody talked yeah, yeah. about when it came out. So good. Yeah. And it's so funny to see Michael Bolton doing this because you really don't expect it from him. He is the funniest part in the whole thing. I mean, obviously that's the uh, joke. Right. But I, it's kind of funny. It's like the first is just Michael Bolton walking on the beach. Yeah. But then the second verse, he's complete Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he also knows in the music video that his part is the best part is when he, and he comes back up. to the good part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's so good. According to Bolton, mm -hmm. Jack Sparrow was a lot dirtier when it started. Oh. Lillian had to clean up the language to make it work for Bolton, mm. who didn't want to say something so filthy that it would disturb its fan base. And Bolton said, the first treatment was pretty vile. Funny, but not uh. necessarily funny in my core fans. They sent a revision, and I said, mm. you need to change it, because it's just too dirty. They sent a revision, and it was even dirtier than before. Oh, my gosh. And he goes, please go in the other direction so I can do this. It said, they knew that I love Scarface, so they made Scarface central in the song. Uh -huh. And he said he spent five hours recording in the studio and stacking harmonies. And it literally became this big, sexy hook that he yeah. actually contributed. Yeah, right. They did 
Pirates of the Caribbean in the yeah. beginning, and he goes, "What?" You know, when yeah. they start doing it. What? And then Forrest Gump, he goes, "Not better." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Aaron Brockovich, and I think this is the creepiest role for Bolton <laughs> when we did that. And then you hear Yorma go, "No God." <laughs> And, and then he starts going to the Scarface, and Eddie's like, close enough. Close enough, yeah. He still says the dirtiest thing I could probably think of. This whole town's a p- just waiting to get fucked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that was in the movie. Right. That was in Scarface. Right. So he thought it was appropriate in that setting. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when they showed it on SNL, they bleep it anyway. So That's he didn't, crazy. So he didn't have the problem with that, but a lot of the stuff, he's, the original couple versions of it were much... It was like that, but times 10. Like That's over crazy. The whole thing. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad he still did it. It's such a good song. And he gets requested in his shows. To p- do that? To do this song. Oh my gosh. Because people love it. This is a huge video. This is it's so massive anyway. Yeah. And I said, it's Michael Bolton's best song. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And awesome. his costumes, the way he costumes himself yeah. to do all of those roles. Yeah. Whether it's Al Pacino and Scarface. Yeah. Whether it's Johnny Depp yeah. in Pirates of the Caribbean. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks yeah. in Forrest Gump. Yeah. He's really good. He does, he he looks does really good. Look, yeah. It, it made me like Michael Bolton, which I, I never thought that I would. The fact that he could agree and to Besides do this Besides A Man Loves a Woman, which is a good song. Yeah. But the fact that he would agree to do this and then go as far as to give a great performance as well on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's listen to Jack Sparrow. Off a turtleneck and chain, the best song ever by the Lonely Island. Let's listen, baby. Okay, so that's the best song ever by the Lonely Island, Jack Sparrow. And now let's move to the Miss the Cut section, mm. which is, let's talk about the songs that was on your list that didn't make the cut, talk about the songs that's on my list that didn't make the cut, and talk about the songs that's on the media's list that didn't make the cut, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about them and have some fun. All right, and uh, we'll probably only talk about two because there's a lot of these. This is probably more than ever that most of our songs made it. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? We each had two that didn't make it. Wow. And the media only had one, and it's one of our two. So we're just going to do the two of us. Okay. And we're going to pick one. Okay. Why don't you go first? You had two songs that missed the cut. Your number 10, Three Way, The Golden Rule, Mm. with Lady Gaga in the video (laughs) off the WAC album. And the finest girl, the Bin Laden song, off a of pop star. Which would you like to speak about? Those are those are tough choices because they're both really good songs. If you're undecided, why don't you pick uh, Bin Laden so we can talk about pop star because we haven't talked about that. Yeah, I was thinking of doing that. This is the only song off pop star that I actually like, but this is the one that got really popular because I remember hearing it. It sounds like typical Lonely Island about him getting into a crazy experience with a girl who's telling him to have sex with him, like. 
the, the U.S. military fucked Bin Laden. Laden. Yeah, so yeah. I really like the way that I forget the, her her name to the comedian there. Vanessa Bear. She's she's yeah, really she's good. really good in it. Another SNL alum. Yeah, she the way that she ends up dressing up like Bin Laden. Invade my cave. Invade my cave. <laughs> and, and, and then he goes, he wasn't in a cave. That's the that's the funniest part. Yeah, it's like he wasn't in a cave. It's really funny. I think the chorus is kind of catchy. And Fred Armiston, he dresses up like Bin Laden in this. Yeah, and yeah. then at the very end when they're like dancing, it like quickly pans and Fred Armiston is dancing with him instead of the girl. The song is so good. It's catchy. It's funny. Let's listen to the finest girl, the Bin Laden song, off pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Eric's song that missed the cut. Finest girl I ever met in my whole life. Wanna take her home, make her my wife. Knew she was a freak when she started talking. She said, we like we been Laden. That girl was a freak. She said she wanted to <laughs> all right now that's a good one that's a uh, good one all right so i had two songs that missed the cut uh one was the creep mm. with, with Nicki minaj mm. and john waters mm. which made it kind of creepy anyway and <laughs> my number 12 was natalie's rap Ooh. and natalie's rap was such a huge song i think i'm gonna go with that one yeah even though i thought i was gonna with the other one before but that's fine it's dark <laughs> and it's so out of place for the way that you would think of Natalie Portman. Oh, totally. She gets so vulgar and, you know, telling her fans who look up to her to suck her Yeah. D- and <laughs> just completely go crazy. And it's interesting that she got after this, she was kind of in that prequel sort of bucket. But then she started getting like Black Swan. Yeah. And the harder roles. Because mm-hmm. when she met with the guys, this is Natalie Portman talking. When I met with the... Lonely Island guys, we went on what they'd just done, which was Lazy Sunday. And I told them that I really loved rap, hardcore rap. Mm. And they were so surprised. They're like, okay, we'll do something with that. There's this packaging of a young pop star. And I kind of felt as a similar thing as an actress, like they want to put me in this box. Oh, she's sort of smart and serious. And that's who she is. Mm-hmm. But that was not necessarily what I felt or what all of me was. And it was right. kind of a challenge with that rap to find humor in breaking expectations. Yeah. Andy in a Viking costume wins every time. Yeah. She said. yeah. Just to see her do it. And I wanted to kind of push this up on my list a little bit. And yeah. I thought about it, but it wasn't the guys in it as much. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't do it. But this was such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. It was a news story. Yeah. It was to see Natalie Portman completely... Completely different. Talk yeah. about, you know, cheating and doing drugs in Harvard and yeah. <laughs> all this stuff. Like, she was going crazy off this stuff. And taking shits. It was just crazy. It kind of blew me away when I heard it that I was like, oh, that's like, that's actually Natalie Portman <laughs> rapping. And that was hard to for me to believe And that's entirely written by the guys. That, it to- yeah, and she did her, such her a great aggressive, job. Mm-hmm. And, and it, she's a great actress. And she really threw herself at it. Yeah. And you can so see it in there. Yeah. So let's listen to my uh, Miss the Cut. Natalie's rap off of Incredibad. We're sitting here today with film star Natalie Portman. Hello. So, Natalie, what's a day in the life of Natalie Portman like? Do you really want to know? Please, tell us. I don't sleep, mother off that yak and that turban. Doing 120, getting hit while I'm swerving. Damn, Natalie, you a crazy chick. Yo, shut the up and suck my I'm buzzing dudes' mouths like gushes, mother Roll up on NBC 
That was Natalie's rap. That was my Mr. Cut. Let's be kind and rewind. Let's remind people on what our Dirty Dozen was. Number 12 was Boombox. Number 11 was Semicolon. Number 10, Like a Boss. Number 9, Mother Lover. Number 8, I'm on a boat. (laughs) Number 7, Threw It on the Ground. Number 6, I Just Had Sex. Number 5, YOLO. Number 4, Jizz in My Pants. Number 3, Dick in a Box. Number 2, Lazy Sunday. And the number one song was Jack Sparrow. Wow. So it's a lot of fun. Thank what you a great list. That was a really fun listen to go through all of them and kind of go down memory lane. If you liked what you heard, please watch the videos. It's so funny. They're, 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 they really are such a good time. Listening to them is great, but they're not the same as watching them. you got to watch the music videos. They're yeah. so good. Yeah. And if you watch the video once, then you can listen to it forever and mm. you still see that in your head. Oh, t- oh Totally. 100%. Thank you, Rob, for inviting me. That was awesome. That was really yeah, fun. No. Well, thank you for coming. <laughs> and I, I truly appreciate you taking the time. And I know this is a, a lot of work that you have to do for oh, this. Oh, no. I love but, but it's music. fun. Yeah. I'd also like to thank everybody who's made it through to this point in the podcast. Truly appreciate every one of you. Thank you so much. Do me a favor and let somebody else know if you think anybody likes The Lonely Island or any of the other podcasts we cover. God bless. And I will see you in two weeks with you too. Ooh. So that'll be fun. That'll be a good one. All right. Bye-bye. God bless. See you in two weeks.